welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. Now, not too long ago, I got to write about a cool Canadian company based right here in Vancouver that's, you know, kind of forging the way with how robotics can help us during the pandemic. You know, in ANK Robotics, it's been able to tap support from Engine. It is that nonprofit that is leading the manufacturing supercluster. So today, we're going to dive into what the future of manufacturing holds in Canada, as well as how it can be reimagined to a certain degree and why a younger f- workforce is in high demand right now. And joining us on the show today it is Engine CEO Jay Myers. Jay, thanks for joining us on the show today. You're welcome, Tyler. Good to be here. So first up, what is uh, your mandate as uh, NGEN here? Well, NGEN is Next Generation Manufacturing Canada. We're one of five superclusters uh, funded by the federal government and established a couple of years ago. Our mandate is to build world-leading advanced manufacturing capabilities in Canada and to, uh, as part of that, to support really unique projects that are cutting edge uh, in applications of technology to come up with unique solutions in manufacturing. Uh, But we're also investing in a number of initiatives aimed at strengthening the manufacturing workforce, uh, improving the ability of uh, of companies to manage scale up as well as the um, the profitable deployment of technology. Uh, So we're we're really looking at uh, not only projects, but, um, and I I really don't like this word, but looking at support for the ecosystem in general, given that, you know, it's not just about manufacturing, it's about technology, it's about research, it's about education, and it's about all the supporting uh, networks and business services that go into uh, creating a a really world-class advanced manufacturing sector right across Canada. Is manufacturing maybe kind of a misinterpreted or does it have kind of a, a, a different uh, sort of uh, reputation than you think it kind of deserves as we think about how manufacturing has changed so much so dramatically just over the last few decades? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's not only in Canada, we were having similar discussions at the World Manufacturing Forum as well, that most people think of manufacturing and probably the image is 40, 50 years out of date. Uh, They think of it as a smokestack industry, uh, manual labor, repetitive work, uh, you know, big, long assembly lines, uh, massive, uh, massive production. And, um, and it is changing. It has changed. Uh, You know, today, the the reality is these, uh, these facilities are, um, first of all, extremely clean, uh, but secondly, very highly automated. So the, uh, uh, the, and the people working in them uh, have a very high uh, degree of skills, both on on the technology side, but also in the business side as well. Um, you know, I think uh, manufacturing, in a way, is uh, the business of manufacturing is changing too. Uh, manufacturers are becoming much more of a a, a tech. Uh, it's becoming much more of a tech industry. It's becoming much more of a services industry because the the name of the game is not just to get product out the door. It's to provide a solution for customers. And where technology is going today is not only uh, enabling companies to uh, pivot, become very flexible, as we saw during the pandemic, uh, but also to to create new products, smart products. Uh, that uh, autonomous products uh, uh, in many cases, uh, but to do that very, very uh, rapidly, efficiently. Uh, and, and that's the, the impact that particularly 
digital technologies that are embedded in, in just about every other technology that uh, uh, that is going out there in manufacturing. That's the impact it's having on uh, on the industry. So the reality is extremely high tech, more and more automated, uh, and uh, and really focusing on creating value uh, rather than just getting product out the door. Well, you guys have just launched a new initiative. Uh, it's aimed at drawing younger people into the manufacturing workforce. You know, what, what is kind of the message that you want to get out to those younger workers, especially as, you know, more and more people within the industry are retiring? There, there's going to be that higher demand for talent as well. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, primarily uh, because we've gone through uh, a year and a bit uh, of pandemic, and I know it's been hard for kids and parents and uh, uh, and everybody involved in the education system. Uh, uh, but I think it has also shown how important advanced manufacturing is in Canada, how important it is to make stuff here, uh, whether that's vaccines or test kits or ventilators or disinfecting robots and uh, you know BC companies are involved in uh, in a lot of those uh, uh, a lot of that type of, of manufacturing uh, all high tech but uh, we wanted to draw awareness not just to kids uh, but to parents to teachers educators um, public in general uh, about what the face of man- modern face of manufacturing uh, is and and draw attention to the fact that uh, it is high tech it is, uh, a, a sector that is growing in Canada, and uh, and involves uh, an awful lot of of not only technology but uh, but research and uh, and um, you know supporting business services as well. But I, I think, as I was saying, primarily it's for young people who want to make a difference uh, in this world, uh, recognize some of the challenges we're facing, whether in healthcare or. Uh, reducing greenhouse gas emissions and tackling climate change or just improving environment in general uh, or looking at food security, water security. And, and you know, frankly, manufacturing is at the heart of that because you've got to make stuff in order to do that. And so what we wanted to communicate to young people is that, you know, regardless of what your interests are, you could probably achieve uh, you could achieve those interests. You could make a difference in this world through a, a career in manufacturing, and that that goes. If, you know, if, certainly if you're if you are interested and uh, uh, and and want to pursue a, a study career in uh, in STEM, in uh, uh, in in math and technology and science, uh, engineering. Uh, that's great. There are lots of jobs available. But even if you're uh, more creative, if you're more artistic, if uh, you're like me, you're an economist, um, which is also highly, <laughs> highly mathematical. But uh, there are lots of opportunities. And and you know we know young pe- young people are comfortable with technology. Uh, if you're a gamer, well, you can continue gaming, but uh, you can be working on digital twins and virtual reality and and uh, AI systems in manufacturing and actually designing and running things virtually. Uh, so we want to we want to take all of the interests and all of the skills of young people and say, you know, this is a these are this sector uh, really offers some very very interesting careers going forward and and careers where you can really make a difference and draw people's attention to that because I you know manufacturing uh, along with every other sector is going to be competing with talent at, or for talent 
And, uh, and we want young people to think, and, and their parents and their teachers and guidance counselors to te- uh, think about advanced manufacturing as a prime career opportunity. And it's important for the industry. Uh, look, a quarter of the people involved in manufacturing are going to be retiring. We know that by 2030. And uh, the number of young people coming in right now into uh, the industry uh, is, is probably around five, six percent of the workforce. So it's in order to just stay even, uh, let alone grow, uh, the industry is going to become ho- much more highly automated. And uh, when young people do come in, they're going to they're going to require uh, skill sets to work with data, to work with uh, more g- digital technology than ever before. So I want to prepare people now. The workforce of the next five years. Uh, in in manufacturing and advanced manufacturing are going to be the the students at school right now, and uh, so that's why we want really want to draw attention, raise awareness about the career opportunities in the sector. I'll just use this opportunity to plug uh, my story from a little while ago. But if you take a look at the photo uh, that we have from the team at ANK Robotics, you you had alluded to the uh, disinfecting robots. Um, Everybody looks like they're in their late 20s or their mid 30s at that company. It's kind of interesting to see kind of uh, a lot of uh, young people just starting their own companies and pursuing this sort of uh, manufacturing. These disinfecting robots, they're very cool and they really... uh, they kind of picked up with it because of the pandemic. And I'm wondering how maybe the pandemic uh, kind of impacted or maybe upended things to a certain degree with what uh, Engine uh, was doing just on the day-to-day basis prior to the pandemic. Yeah, you know, we were, our our mandate is to uh, uh, provide funding for really cutting edge, world-leading advanced manufacturing capabilities. And our our strategy is to uh, combine technologies, uh, you know, IoT, data technologies, digital tech, other digital technologies, um, AI, but also production technologies, robotics, automation systems, uh, and and create something that is really unique as a result of that. So uh, uh, you know that we we had funding programs in place and we were funding uh, really innovative uh, projects um, up and and still are right through the pandemic. What the pandemic did was really focus people's attention on a real problem, and I think that's uh, that's important. And and it also showed how innovative, uh, how fast uh, advanced manufacturing uh, companies like ANK Robotics, AIS is another one, uh, can move in order to develop solutions and get them into manufacturing and uh, and get them into the hands of front care, uh, you know, front. Um, line workers as fast as possible. So we we are really pleased with uh, uh, what we were able to do to support uh, initiatives like um, like uh, uh, disinfecting robots, which is one application of of advanced manufacturing. Uh, we funded uh, in in BC. We funded uh, test kits. We funded the development of uh, a new ventilator uh, with, uh, working with, uh, BC companies. So it's, it's clearly, uh, offered us, uh, an opportunity to show and, and to support, uh, the development and application of advanced manufacturing technologies, uh, to develop solutions that are really very, very important for, uh, you know, not just for healthcare, but frankly, for saving lives. And, uh, so we were very pleased to do that. 
Well, it's interesting because I, I think that manufacturing has this reputation of being like centered in central Canada, but uh, BC, um, I don't think it always gets its due, just at least in public perception, but we do have like a pretty strong manufacturing base here on the West Coast, don't we? Absolutely. And I think uh, a lot of people in British Columbia think that manufacturing is mainly the forestry industry, which is you know, very large wood products, very large part of the BC economy and uh, and a very highly automated, very advanced sector too. Uh, but BC has strengths in robotics, in textiles, in medical devices, uh, in uh, food processing. And those are just some of the, uh, uh, in, certainly in, in aerospace, in shipbuilding, uh, and in all of the uh, the supplier uh, community behind those those key sectors, so uh, it's a very very important part of the BC economy. And uh, you know, and, and it's interesting because all of these all of these initiatives that I've been referring to, where Engen has been able to support BC companies, many of them have uh, been with they're they're all collaborative. Uh, because I, I think and our our strategy is to fund collaborative projects because I think collaboration uh, is and, and that integration of technologies to create something that is unique is really uh, extremely important if we're building world leading advanced manufacturing solutions in Canada. So collaboration is key, but I think one of the, the really interesting aspects of, of many of the projects we funded is that they bring collaboration, they bring partners together from across the country. And uh, uh, MGen is, uh, that's a unique part of what we do as a super cluster. We really try to, uh, to build the best uh, by combining the strengths that we have in technology, manufacturing, and research uh, in Canada. And what that means is it, often it, it, it brings together companies from across the country that would never have worked together before. Well, I think it's kind of fascinating what you guys are up to. And it's really interesting when we can dig into BC companies, you know, just, just the, you know, you talk about robots. I think that'll grab everyone's attention there. But uh, Jay, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show today. No, my pleasure, Tyler. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, keep a look, uh, look out for uh, careersofthefuture.ca. Uh, I hope that uh, if, uh, if you're listening to this show and uh, you're a parent, if you're a, a student or a teacher, or educator, uh, please take a look at, uh, at, at our website uh, there because it really does show, I think, uh, the great career opportunities that uh, can be pursued in the sector. And, uh, and frankly, take a look out for some of the really very, very cutting edge uh, projects that NGEN has been funding. And as I say, it's, uh, we've been really delighted to fund a lot of them uh, in BC. Well, excellent. That was Jay Myers, CEO of NGEN. And that does it for the show today. We will be back next week, though. We have an ongoing series with regards to uh, Indigenous uh, people in the economy, and it will be running for most of the week. So tune in then. Till next time, I want to thank everybody for joining us on the show today. I'm Tyler Orton.